Hey everybody, it's Damara West. I am founder of Be Well Beautiful Woman, where we help women to heal, to live joyfully, and to have immense business success. I am so glad that you have tuned into our podcast, where we help to inspire you by bringing amazing women to the forefront, like Marissa Harrington, which I'm going to tell you about in just a minute, to help you to make sure that you are living your life to the fullest extent. And Marissa is going to be on the lineup for our Divine Feminine Business Summit, which is super, super exciting. And if you haven't already registered for this free opportunity, where we have 10 amazing women who are really in their flow state by tapping into the divine, which is really wellness practices, um, at least in part, to create just a major abundance in their lives. Um, and Marissa is someone who is, um, I'll talk about her in a minute. I could go on and on and talk about Marissa. But before before I do that, let me just tell you who this queen is. Um, so Marissa Harrington is originally from LA, California, and has lived in Kalamazoo for the past 11 years. It's crazy because it feels like she's been here like forever. She's a local realtor with Five Star Real Estate, as well as a founding member of the Black Arts and Cultural Center's Face Off theater company. Marissa graduated from Western Michigan University's theater program with a BFA in theater performance in 2013. And she also, on top of this, is a mother um, to three beautiful children, um, has an amazing partner uh, that, that she has in her life, and she enjoys serving her community in a multitude of ways through entities like Zeta Phi Beta Sorority, um, the Arts Council of Greater Kalamazoo, Read and Write Kalamazoo, and many, many others. And I have a privilege of calling this queen my friend, of calling her my client. She's also my realtor. And so we do business together. We support each other in a multitude of ways. Um, but even more than that, she just has a beautiful soul that's been on fire. Um, and ever since the first day that I met her, I knew that she was going to be somebody that I stayed connected to for a really long time. So without further ado, Marissa, thank you so much for being in the building. Wow. Thank you, friend. That yes. is so humbling to hear. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you so much. Oh, of course, you know, you are worthy of all of it. So, you know, let's just start with, um, you know, tell folks a little bit about your, your journey, right? So go from, you know, being an artist, and I know that that is your, your passion work, and you're also this amazing entrepreneur in the real estate space. So talk to us a little bit about that journey and how all of that came to be. For sure. Um, you know, as you mentioned, I'm, I'm originally from Los Angeles, California, and um, I was raised by uh, my mom, who was a single parent. And, uh, you know, life in L.A. was difficult. Um, you know, being a young little black girl in South Central trying to find herself. Um, and I, I struggled, you know, very early on uh, with low self-esteem and uh just no sense of of who i was or you know what my value was in the world and um you know it culminated to you know when i was 12 my mom put me in acting class and it was more so out of a desire to give me an outlet and a safe space the acting school that she signed me up for um was black ran it was it was run by uh two black women and uh, she wanted to get me in a space where I could, you know, build some confidence. And that's where my journey with my art started. It was never intended to, you know, get me into movies or television or anything like that. It was just meant to help me uh, 
pull me out of the funk, I should say. Um, and it definitely did that and so much more. I mean, here we are 20 something years later and you know, I'm still doing this work. So I don't even think that my mom knew at the time that that was going to be life-changing for me, um, but it definitely was. And, um, you know, fast forward to life brought me to Michigan and uh, I uh, went back to school and got my uh, Bachelor of Fine Arts degree at Western, but, you know, I was 30 when I graduated. So I, I graduated and I was like, okay, now what do I do? <laughs> Mm. Um, you know, I'm, I'm in Kalamazoo and, you know, this is not really a space where I can be like a, a professional actor in that way um, and, and make money that can sustain myself and my family doing that work. But I, it was something I was super passionate about still. But I, uh, I kind of fell into real estate. And um, I guess you could say the rest is history. <laughs> yeah. Um, I've been licensed for about six years now and have been able to grow uh, my business and grow a team. And I'm daily humbled by the, the, the place where I am right now. Yeah. Well, and even that statement, right, is like, it's, it just embodies how humble you are, because let's be real, like you have experienced some astronomical growth within the last six years. I mean, you have new lines of business. Um, you have multiple members on your mm -hmm. team. You just brought three new members on this particular mm -hmm. year. And so, yes, you're, you're really in your flow state. And so let's, let's talk about, um, you know, what do you attribute some of this growth to be? And, and of course, we don't want to take away from your session because you got this amazing session sure. coming up for the Divine Feminine Business Summit. But, you know, if, if you could say one major thing, um, and we're going to talk about the other major things during your session that attribute it to the flow that you're experiencing in your life, what would you say that that was for you? Ooh, can't do one word, but I can say uh, it, it, really comes down to um, owning the divine within myself. Mm. It really, really comes down to that. Um, and, and that's something that I think has surprised me that journey. Um, you know, I'm almost, I'm almost 40, 38, just turned 38. And, um, I, I look back on my life and, and how much I struggle. And, you know, I was raised in a, in a religious household. So, you know, I've always had a connection to uh, the divine in, in some way, in some aspect. But um, in that, I still struggled a lot and dealt with trauma and um, self-doubt and uh still battled with low self-esteem and anxiety. I mean, very tumultuous. And in the past almost two years now, I have, I feel like I've tapped into something that I'm like, man, I wish, I wish I would have known about this or, or known to, to be connected to the divine in this way. Um, when I was like 21, you know what I mean? Mm, yeah. Um, but I, I can really honestly say that it, it has been because of my journey with authentically connecting to who I am, what my place is um, in this earth and um, how to live, live in that, um, not just on a daily basis, but like a moment by moment basis. 
Yeah, that's such a powerful um, and, and yet really simplistic thing that you're talking about and complicated at the same time, right? Honoring the divine mm-hmm. within, you know, because so many of us externalize our power. So many of us are giving our power away. So many of us mm-hmm. are um, relying on other people, including God, to do things for us and accepting that, you know, well, this is just the way that life is mm-hmm. versus this idea that, no, um, if, if I'm connected to the divine within me, that means that I know my power. And if I know my power, mm-hmm. that means that I can create whatever it is that I want to create and know that I'm worthy of that. And, you know, what you just said really hit on something that came up during a coaching session um, that I had this morning, my coach that I'm working with, Elise, which is also on the lineup for the Divine Feminine Business Summit. And, you know, I was just examining just even things around, you know, adulting or things around, you know, the extent to which I'm able to care for the things that I have worked so hard for. Um, and mm-hmm. I disconnect sometimes with those things. And even just this idea that I don't have enough time or I don't have enough mm. resources and how that is connected very much to my, to, to the, the extent to which I feel worthy. Right. Um, right. and so I never really thought about, um, you know, I have these designer sunglasses that have been sitting in a drawer for like ever. Well, why don't I wear them? Because I don't, because I don't trust that I can, because I don't trust I can care for them. But why don't I trust that I can Mm -hmm. care for this, these set of sunglasses? Well, because I didn't come from a whole lot, right? These things that that's, Mm -hmm. that's the healing, right? That's the healing part. And, and we know that it's like an onion essentially. So there's no arrival Mm -hmm. point for any of us. We just keep doing the work to feel the best that we can feel. Um, through acknowledging, like you said, that the divine lives within, but just acknowledging that we always have an opportunity just to discover more and more about who we are yes. in, the, in, in the context of what we do. And we can always change those things, right? So mm-hmm. I, I just, mm-hmm. I love you you hitting on the fact that even though you have all the success, right? And we're going to talk more of that about that during your interview, uh, that, that your fireside chat that we're going to do for the Divine Feminine Business Summit, but that also you're still on the journey. Like we're still yes. always on the journey. And these parts of our identities, that little girl um, is still playing out today, right? There's, mm-hmm. there's parts yes. of that little girl that are being called to, to heal and to integrate into your to our lives um, and knowing exactly. that, that's all a part of the journey. Yes. And I love that you use the the analogy of the onion because that is literally what I have been feeling. I have been feeling that I'm just in this phase of peeling off um, layers of myself. And um, I believe I said this to my husband um, maybe a couple months ago that I, for the first time in my life, um, feel at peace. Mm. And I didn't realize that I wasn't at peace this whole time. Mm. Um, until I felt it. And I was like, Oh, yeah, this is new. (laughs) I haven't felt this before. And I didn't, I didn't know that. So you're talking about 35 plus years of uh, not feeling at ease and not feeling settled and not feeling um, content, um, not feeling whole, like my whole entire life. And um, I feel like I'm in the next phase 
and I'm excited and I'm just peeling back those layers one 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 layer at a time slowly oh this like you saying that I felt it I'm like having this very visceral moment um in acknowledging that even when we begin to be removed from the identities um like a poverty identity, for example. And, you know, Mm -hmm. I know you haven't been in poverty for a very long time, but Mm -hmm. yet you knew this, this was a big part of your identity. This was a big part of what shaped you and which caused you to literally be, continue to be in survival mode in spite of the fact that you didn't, you weren't really just surviving. You haven't been just in a survival state for a really long time. (laughs) So what's powerful about this is that, this is the healing work that we all have to do. And, and because we may think, well, you know, I'm not this person anymore. Like, or I shouldn't be affected in this way anymore. No, it's, it's normal because this little girl is still longing to be seen and to be validated in those experiences. And in this idea that we don't know, we don't know what we don't have until we know it. You know, Mm -hmm. um, because, Mm -hmm. because, because we haven't been socialized that way. And so this is so powerful what you're saying, Marissa. Um, and you know, I feel like people are going to be so inspired to really take a look into their lives to, to, to ask the question around, you know, what parts of my old identity are still showing up within my new identity? Um, because we are literally not blank slates and whatever we haven't healed from is always going to keep showing itself up is always. So that was really powerful, sis. I've just felt, I felt it. I felt it on a very visceral level. And so many of us, and particularly those of us who have black identities, who have a poverty Mm -hmm. identity, who have, we are still living in survival mode and the narratives that have been curated about what it means to, to come from poverty what it means means to be a little black girl you know even around mm-hmm. just worthiness and asking for what we are yeah. what our value is associate and being okay with like asking for that and knowing that other people may not have it but we want them to have it like we're worthy of it and exactly. they're worthy of it too right exactly. so yeah what's yeah. coming up for you around all that because I know I just said a lot well I I I had this moment, you know, as you were speaking of, you know, the spirit just reminded me that I daily, because of everything that you just mentioned, um, I'm daily working through uh, imposter syndrome mm. daily um, because as, as a, you know, young black female identifying person, um, you're constantly told what you can and cannot do. Mm. You're constantly told you're not good enough. Um, Rejection is uh, second nature. Um, Closed doors, uh, your whole life, your whole entire life. Um, And then if you layer on any other intersectionalities there, as as you stated, you know, poverty, um, you know, not, not having, um, you know, my mom have a partner in the home just to, just to help her with parenting and, and, and the things that kind of come up from that, 
I mean, there there's so many things that I have dealt with, contended with um, before getting to this point in my life. And I, I daily have to check myself um, and do affirmations. I daily have to do an affirmation saying I'm worthy daily, mm-hmm. every single morning. Um, there's other, there's other affirmations in there, but that, that is one that I, I made sure that, you know, I wrote down in, in my list of affirmations. I, I have to say this to myself every day. I'm worthy. I'm worthy of this. Um, I deserve this. I deserve to be happy. Um, and I think that's something that everyone has to especially, especially folks that have multiple intersect, intersectionalities, like you, you have to pour into yourself. Uh, because sometimes you're, you're dealing in an environment where no one else is going to. Mm. This is just so good. And it's um, just a reminder, like you said, that our all of us have a right to have, to heal, to live joyfully, to have success on our own terms. But it means that, like you said, it, we have to work that much harder to get it because of the hard wiring from the lived ide- the lived experience of having that identity. Like we are literally, every time you say a mantra, you are rewiring your brain to see yourself differently, to open yourself up to what it is that you're truly worthy of, right? That's a practice. And so I I love what you're saying about like the, the work that's associated with this, the intentionality that's associated with it, the tenacity that's associated with it. um, Because it helps us to really appreciate that this is work that a lot of times Mm -hmm. people think that they fall into happiness, they fall into healing, they Mm -hmm. fall into success. There is no falling into anything. There's only, there's only an intention and a practice. That's it. That's the, that's the best that we can do. Yeah. That's what it's been. It's been, you know, over the past couple of years, the difference, because like I said, you know, I was raised in a household where spirituality was, you know, that was, that was second nature. That was, that was, that's just what it was, right? So that wasn't new to me, but I, I can honestly say, you know, and if my mom's gonna listen to this podcast, sorry, mama, but, um, you know, I could never really connect in that way, you know, with a, a very traditional patriarchal, uh, <laughs> all the things, uh, religious system. I had trouble connecting in that way to, the spirit within me. Um, Mm. And so in the past couple of years, you know, not, not completely divorcing that, because that's a part of who I am, and it always will be. um, But just opening my eyes to I can connect to my spirit in a lot of different ways. Mm. And it is work. It is, it is work. I sat in my meditation room this morning, and it was like 25 degrees outside. Um, my meditation room is in our, we converted a uh, third style of our garage. I had this little room and uh, it. it was cold. I was layered up with my robe on and my pajamas <laughs> and, you know, doing my breathing and you could see the air coming out. 
and that is work. That's not, you have to step outside of your comfort zone. I would have rather stayed in the bed for another 30 minutes. But what you just said is like, you work, you have to commit to your own healing and it's not going to happen through osmosis. It is going to happen because you're committed to it and you're working it every single day. And you're also though, on the flip side of that, not beating yourself up if you miss it. Come on. I love that. I love that. Right. The role of self-compassion in the midst of the grind of transformation. Mm -hmm. You know, and girl, you said a word, right? It's not going to happen by <laughs> osmosis. Um, in fact, that's probably going to be the name of this podcast. Like, cause what better name? Uh-huh. <laughs> like that is, that is the that's name. Um, and so that is just, oh, it's so beautiful. So let's, as we get ready to wrap up, right? We don't want to give folks away all of it, right? Cause this is about your session that's coming. No, no. And there's so much, we already know, we both know there's so much more. And so talk to us about why you say, said yes to the divine feminine business summit and what people can expect if they attend your workshop. Sure. So, um, I said, yes, you know, one, because, you know, you're, a really great friend of mine and I'm kind of fangirling right now because I listen to the podcast every single week. (laughs) I love Um, it. I love it. Yes. So that was partially why. Um, but, but also because, um, I feel that, you know, my perspective in, um, what I like to encourage women in is, is as, as a, mother, as, as a, as a partner, as a career woman, I feel as though we have a unique challenge to maintain balance, um, and to maintain, um, not to lose ourselves, Mm -hmm. not to lose ourselves. Um, and I just want to give encouragement to those that have to do that, that, that juggle, um, that it is possible, um, with intent and purpose and practice, it, it is possible. So that, that was, that was my reason for, for wanting to do this. Yes. I love that. And I know we're going to be talking about all kind of juiciness at your session. And so why should people come and what can they, they expect? Yeah. I mean, I think if you just want, you know, I'm going to be silly here, but it's true. I mean, I think if you want advice, laughs, um, may, maybe some tears a little bit, um, some help with self-realization, I feel like it, it will be, it's like girlfriends talking. Yes. You know what I mean? It's like girlfriends talking. So, you know, if that's, if that's your flow, I feel like you should tune in and um, just sit and hang with us for, for a sec, uh, during the summit. Yeah, ab- definitely. And this is going to be a very intimate talk that we're going to have. And so, um, I, and I think that you're going to bring a very unique perspective as a mother, which I think is, is, is a very important perspective, um, where even though many of us that are going to be presenting our mothers, yeah. we're not necessarily coming at it from that angle. And so I love the integration mm-hmm. of that because, um, you have three beautiful babes and you are operating mm-hmm. a 
a half million dollar business, sis. You are mm-hmm. operating a half million dollar business. You have, have three babies at now. home. Good Lord. <laughs> <laughs> you have three babies at home. You have a whole partner. Um, you, yeah. you operate a theater company and, and you mm-hmm. are able to do it with grace. You're able to do it with humility. You're able to do it with self-compassion. And you're able to do it realistically knowing that, as you said, it's a, it's work that you continue to do day in and day out um, because mm-hmm. there's no arrival point at this, right? There, there's no. only a practice um, of yes. resetting <laughs> and c- to continue yeah. to do it. That's it. That's, that's, yes. that's the work. Yes. Exactly. So, I love that so much. I cannot believe that we have come to the end of this interview. I know that folks are going to want to um, stay in touch with you. And of course, definitely attend your session as well. But let's tell folks how they can connect with you offline. For sure. So um, I am on Instagram, um, Rissa underscore D underscore Harrington. Um, if you want to follow my business Instagram, you can do that at Team Harrington KZU. I'm also um, on Facebook with uh, Team Harrington KZU. Um, and if you want to check out a little bit more about my story as well, um, it's on my website, marissakzoo.org. So M-A-R-I-S-S-A-K-Z-O-O.org. That's beautiful. So make sure you check out this queen. Um, Her and her team are known for exceptional customer service. So if you happen to be, um, you know, in Michigan, anywhere in Michigan, this Mm -hmm. queen license in the whole state, let all over the damn state, she can (laughs) represent you along with her amazing team. Um, I have used her to buy two properties, and she's the person that I will keep coming back to. So make sure that if you're in the market right now, you're looking to buy you're looking to sell that you definitely connect with her but at a minimum just check out her work the story where she came from what she's doing now and you know as as i feel very privileged to call this queen my client because we've been able to do really exceptional work together and she she shows up and she does the work and when we work life works it works the way that we want it to work and so um it's just beautiful to see all of the great things things were great before and this flow state right has been in part facilitated from some of the work that we've done together, um, which is really sacred. And we know like a divine state of being means that we are tapping into within and outside of ourselves to get whatever support we need to help us to heal, to help us to rise. Um, And so I just can't wait till till we have our talk because it's going to be amazing. It's going to be really, really freaking amazing, like for real, for real. So on that (laughs) note, On that note, um, Be Well Beautiful Woman community, I am so glad that you tuned in. You know that I love you so, so much. Check out our um, summit that's coming up, the Divine Feminine Business Summit. That's going to be April 26th through the 30th. I believe those are my dates. Yep, April 26th through the 30th. Um, And we've got 10 sessions on the lineup, including Marissa's free sessions. I guarantee that if you're looking for more in your life right now, you want to have more joy, you're looking to really... um, integrate more into yourself, have greater business success, have greater flow in every area of your life. You are not going to want to miss this. I promise you, it'll probably be our most um, powerful summit experience that we've had to date. And if you haven't already, make sure that you check us out at bewellbeautifulwoman.com. Follow us on Instagram at the letter B, well, beautiful, and like our Facebook page at Be Well Beautiful Woman. You heard it here. Until next time, everybody, Ashe.